Good morning, everybody. The Gemara and Yudam presented us with a few scenarios, a few cases of Suffolk, cases where we're not sure if Hametz went back into the house, which was checked already. The Gemara said they may be talking on the Machlaikis between different Tanaim in other, in other areas of Halacha. We saw the Gemara and Bays brought down a few interesting shells with an Akbar. An Akbar goes in with a piece of bread and comes out. The question is, is it the same Akbar? Is it a different Akbar? If the weasel comes out with the Akbar in its mouth, but the bread is separate in its mouth, do we assume that's the same piece of bread, a different piece of bread? A few interesting shells, which the Gemara ended off with a take. Today, Bezer Shem, we're going to pick up from the mission in the bottom of the field and base. The mission is going to discuss if a person doesn't do the Vedika on the night of Yudal, does he do it in the morning? Does he do it as man of Isser? Basically, there's going to be a machlegus in the Chaman of Yehuda in a situation where the Chaman is already Asr. For example, after the sixth hour, do we say that person should still do a Vedika? We're not afraid a person is going to eat it, or no? Once the Zman of Isser comes, once it's Asr, eat the Chamets, Rabban and tell you don't do Vedika either because we're afraid that if you find the Chamets, you're going to come to eat it. So that's going to be the machlegus we're going to see in the Gemara. And based on that machlegus, the Gemara is going to discuss different areas of Allah where items are Asr. Do we, are we afraid that if you handle them, you're going to come eat them, you're going to come to an Isser. That's going to be the discussion on the Amad Aleph. The Gemara on the Amad Beis is going to discuss, we're going to see the Mishnah, which is going to have Machlekes, when exactly you, the Isser Achila starts on our Pesach. Does the Isser Achila start on the fifth hour, the sixth hour, the fourth hour? That is going to be the discussion of Yud Aleph Amad Beis. Let's see the Mishnah pick up the bottom of Yud Beis, says the Mishnah. Rabbi Huda says, Rabbi Huda says, you have to check the night of Yudalad, the morning of Yudalad, and Shasabir. Again, the simple reading of the Mishnah sounds like, according to Rabbi Huda, you have to do three Vedikas. We'll see the Gemara is going to conclude. Uh, that's not the Shana of Yudalad. The Chamim say, the Chum hold it. No, you're allowed to check even during Yom Tiv. If you forget to check before Yom Tiv, you should check on Yom Tiv itself. If you forget to check on Yom Tiv, you should, you should check after Yom Tiv because of Chamachar, Lo Pasach, Azazar. So again, we're going to see the Gemara is going to tell us. Is whether it's man of Isser, when, the, when you're not allowed to eat the Chamet, do we allow you to do a Badika? Do we tell you you should do a Badika? We're not afraid you're going to come eat, to eat it. That is the opinion of the Chamet. Who holds no, don't do a Badika then because you're afraid you're going to come eat it. Says the Mishnah. We saw this already. The Gemara brought this down. Uma that anything you find after the Badika on your Dalit and you want to eat it before Pesach you should put it in a special place so that you don't lose it and then you'd have to do an, an, another Badika so therefore the Mishnah gives you good, either it's good advice or it's a Chiyav telling you that anything that you, f- you want to eat between this man of Badika and the morning and the Isser of Chametz, meaning the items you want to have breakfast on Arab Pesach put that in a special place put that, put that in a designated spot so you don't have to be concerned that's going to go missing. Says the Helgi Gemara, my time in Rabbi Huda, what is the Pshan of Rabbi Huda? Says the Gemara, so again, the Gemara is going to assume at this point that Rabbi Huda just do three with the Says the Gemara, of Chizir, Rabbi Rahuna, Dami Tarbaya, they both say, Keneged, Shalish, Hashpah, Shabbat Terah, because the Terah says, the Lashon of Tashpisu three times in the Terah, Layur Lachach Hametz, Layur Lachach Sar, Shiva Sayyam Sar, Limatsu Batechem, Ach, my Mishan Tashpisu Sar, Batechem, the Terah says, three times they should get rid of the Chametz, and therefore, the assumption is that we have to learn from these Tukim, they have to do a Badika three times, they have to do the night before Pesach, morning, the morning of Pesach, and this man of Isser, says the Gemara, Master Rabbi Yisr, Rabbi Yisr, asked on this interpretation of Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Says the Gemara, Rehuda said that anybody who didn't check after these three times, anybody who didn't check right at, at any of these three points, Allah says he doesn't do a Badika after that, he doesn't do a Badika on Yom Says the Gemara, It sounds like from this reading of Rabbi Huda, that Rehuda was not saying they have to do a Badika three times. He was just disagreeing with Tacham and saying that if you didn't do a Badika any, any one of these three times, don't do it on Yom Tov. Don't do it with Mana Isser. But it sounds like they really only, you only have to do it one time. And the Gemara is going to, go, the Gemara is going to now bring a, another Bryce, which Rehuda says is clearly. Marzutra Masni Hachi. Marzutra says, brought this down like this, this price like this. Matzah Rabbi Yisif. Matzah Rabbi Yisif. Atashah like this. Rehudah Rehudah says, Kol Shloi Badak Be'echad Mishloi Shaprak Malalu. Shuv, ain't a Baidik. Rehudah said clearly, 
Anybody who doesn't check at any one of the at any one of these three times, Talachat, you shouldn't do a after that. So it says the Gemara, Amushim, anybody who can play, you will see clearly that the Machlaikis is not if you have to do three Badikas or not. No, the Machlaikis is whether if you did not do a Badika before this Manis, or should you do a Badika after that. So it says the Gemara, the Machlaikis between Rehud and Macham is not how many Badikas you have to do. The Machlaikis is whether after this Manis comes, you should do a Badika or not. So it says the Gemara, Rehud and Amiyim, come Rather, Rehud was saying, really, Rehud was saying, if you do not do a Badika, that's Machlaikis. Marsav Mekami Yisra in Basra Yisra Light. Yeruda says, only do a Badika before the Zman Yisra Chametz. But after the Zman Yisra Chametz, don't do a Badika. Gzer Dilma Asal Mechmene. We're afraid that if we tell you to do a Badika after the sixth hour in our Pesach, which it's Asr Yichametz at that point, we're afraid the person is going to come eat it. So therefore, Yeruda says, don't do a Badika. And the Rabbanon say, Rabbanon Savri, like Gazrina, the Rabbanon hold, we do not have to make this Gzer, we do not have to be concerned if you do a Badika. You are going to eat it, says the Helgi Kamaro, Mi Gazer, Rev Yehuda, Dilma Asal Mechmene. Now the Gemara is going to go through a few different cases, a few different scenarios. We have an item which is Aser, and the question is that according to Huda, we saw in our Mishnah, Huda saying, don't handle these items because we're, we're afraid you're going to eat it. But now we're going to see a few different cases where it sounds like our Huda is not concerned, starting with the answer of Chadash. says the Gemara. The, once the Aymer was brought, once the carbon Aymer was brought, after, after the carbon Aymer is brought, however, says the Gemara, so now the Mishnah says that once the Aymer was brought, they would find a ton of grain, a tremendous amount of grain in the streets of Yishalayim. And Rashi explains, which that means that before Yom ready, they were processing the grain, even though it was Chadash. So says the Gemara, this is not, this is not the Ratzon HaKacham, the Kham did not want people to be handling Chadash before this man is served. So therefore the Chum said, no, we don't like that people are dealing with Chadash before the carbon was brought. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says, no, but we're saying Says the Gemara, Rabbi Huda said, no, it's totally fine. They're abundant, we're okay with people handling the Chadash as long as they don't eat it. Says the Gemara, Says the Gemara, and you see, Rabbi Huda was not concerned that the people handle Chadash are going to come to eat it. So we see over here, Rabbi Huda doesn't make this Gzera. Answers the Gemara. Rava said no. Even though Rava said you're allowed to handle, you're allowed to process the chadash, the grain before this manhetter. However, who just said you have to do? You have to use a shino. You have to do it with the back of your hand. You have to use some sort of shino to make it clear that it's usher. Okay, so that makes sense. When you're cutting it, okay, you have to do a shino. But what about when you grind it? What about when you sift it? What are you going to say? Says Gemara, no. Again, you use a shino. You use the back of your hand. You use the top of the sieve. You don't do it in the regular fashion, so it's clear to the person that you're using a shina and is going to remember that he's not allowed to eat it at this point. Says the Gemara, Allah this nam, but this that we learned. So again, so we answered this Mishnah when the Mishnah said Rehuda said you're allowed to handle the Khalish before this man Hatter. The Rehuda meant to say they have to use a shina. But ask the Gemara another case. Allah this on this we learned to the Mishnah. Allah allowed you to cut down from these fields, these these fields that Tua was generally not brought. The Aimer was not brought from the, from this Tua. So therefore Rabban allowed you to cut it down. Never the did not allow you to put it into piles. Again, we didn't want you to do the end process because then maybe a person is going to come to eat it. But Rabbanon did allow you to cut it down. Like Michael Maymar says the Gemara, we established in Sechus Menachos that that is going like the opinion of Yehuda, and it sounds like you're allowed to cut it normally. So as the Gemara, we see Yehuda was not geyser in regards to cutting wheat before this man of the Eimer. Yehuda said you're allowed to do it in the regular fashion. Answers the Gemara. Rabbi Chadash, Chametz Le'Badmine. Tarantz says Abaya. This important svara that chametz we had before chametz a person is laid badmine a person is used to eating chametz the whole year so therefore rabban had to make an extra gzera not to lie to handle it however chadash people are used to not eating it they haven't eaten it for a few months already and therefore rabban we're not concerned if we let you handle it you're going to come to eat it says the gemara amarava do you do kasha 
So Rav said, we, we, we brought down the steer in Rabbi Huda, we answered the steer in Rabbi Huda. Ask the Gemara, what about, what about the steer in, in the Rabbanan? Because we, we saw the mission before. The mission quoted the opinion of Rameir, which we're assuming is a Stam Tanakama, that the, the Rameir said that the Rabbanan did not allow you to handle Chalish before this man. So ask the Gemara, that's a steer to our mission. Because our mission, the Mitana sounds like that we do allow you to handle the Chametz after this man. The Rabbanan said you do do the Badika after this man. So we have a steer in the Rabbanan, meaning the Gemara only asked the steer in Rabbi Huda and answered the steer in Rabbi Huda. What about the steer in the Rabbanan? Says the Gemara, the steer in Rabbi Huda is not sure because, like, we just answered it. Like, Badamane and Badamane. The Rabbanan, the Rabbanan, the Rabbanan, the Rabbanan, the Rabbanan, says the Gemara, the Rabbanan say a very interesting svar, an important svar. That in regards to Chametz, what's the person doing? The person is doing a Badika, he's checking it, he's checking his house to get rid of the Chametz. Say the Chacham, you're telling me that when a person is specifically going out of his way to do the Mitzvah Badika's Chametz, that he's going to do the Badika and eat it? No, he's specifically doing the Badika to get rid of the Chametz. So we don't have to make Xerah, you're going to come to eat it. However, by Chadash, if we allow, allow the person to handle it, we're afraid maybe the person is going to come to eat it. So again, a very important Svara that the Rabbanan say that since the person is looking to get rid of it, therefore there's no Chashash that he's going to come eat it. Again, the, the interesting, the place can bring this down in other contexts in regards to let's say, eating before davening, different scenarios where in general we have an Isser. But the Pisces want to suggest, based on this far, that the person specifically doing something to help his feel or, or along these ta- along these lines, this far would apply. Says the Helgig Marvaita, Ravashiamar, another tarot, the Ravuda, 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 the Sir and Ravuda is not a Kasha. Lakasha, Kalitanan, when the mission said that Rabbi Huda allowed you to handle Chadash before this man, that's referring to handling flour and grain, which is not edible, so therefore it's not a Kasha. Says the Gemara, Hadra of Ashi, but it says the Gemara, this tarot or Rashi is a mistake, it's not the proper tarot. That makes sense. Kelly is this toasted type of grain. So once it's toasted, it's not edible anymore. But says the Gemara, until the, the process of Kelly, it was edible. Until it was a regular grain, you could have eaten it. So I asked the Gemara, what are you going to tell me from the shah, from the time that it was edible till the time that it, became, it was not edible? What are you going to tell me? Maybe you'll tell me that you're doing like Rav answered. Remember, we already said that tarot doesn't work because we see Rav said you're allowed to do it even without a shina. Says the Gemara, the Rashi, but it's the Tarots of Rashi. Was a mistake. So, in quick review, the Gemara brought down three Tarutsim uh, to try to answer this tier between Rabbi Huda, and the Gemara left off with the second Tarots that there's a chilek between Chamatz and Chadash. The Chadash, people are used to not eating, so therefore we don't have to be concerned. Chamatz, people are not used, are used to eating it, and therefore Chamatz, that's when the Rabbanon were afraid. Says the Hegi Gemara Vaiter. So now continuing along. So now we said, according to Yehuda, that in a case where people are used to not eating it, then we do not make exer. In a case where people are used to eating it, then we have to make exer. But ask them, where is that true? Any scenario where people are used to eating it, did Rabbi Yehuda make exer? And and put it next to a candle because we're afraid a person is going to take something. Well, that would be an issue of kibbutz. Says Rehuda Matir, and Rehuda said it's permissible. So asks the Gemara. We see that even though this is a case of like and we're talking about oil in general. People handle oil, and we and we still see that Rehuda not, was not concerned. Rehuda allowed you to use the oil on Shabbos, and says the Gemara. Says the Gemara, no, Rehuda said that in general people are used to using oil. However, since Shabbos is so chamer, people are going to stay away. Again, we see the chamer of Shabbos that sometimes because an Indian is so chamer, so therefore the Rabbanan said we could treat it a little bit lighter, we don't have to make certain exerts. Says the Gemara, Rami de Shabbos at Shabbos. Okay, but let's have a stira in the Lachas of Shabbos itself. The sign you learned in the Brice, if you have a rope which snapped, the Lach is, you are not allowed to tie it. You're allowed to make a bow. Rehuda says, you're not even allowed to make a bow. 
allowed to wrap something else around it, but you are not allowed to even make a boat. So says the Gemara, you see Rehuda made Xer. The Gemara just went to assuming that Rehuda said you're not allowed to tie a bow around it because Xer, you're going to come to tie it. So see Rehuda did make Xer by Shabbos. Says the Gemara, Kasha de Rehuda, Rehuda, Kasha de Rabbanah, Rabbanah, we have a steer on Rehuda, we have a steer on Rabbanah, Rehuda over here. They made Xera, and who did before did not make Xera, and we have a steer in our button also. Here, their button did not make Xera, and their button before did make Xera. Says the Gemara. We can answer this in the sheet of the Rabbanon. We're afraid that people are going to come to make a mistake by the oil. However, nobody's going to come to make a mistake in regards to if we, don't, if we allow you to make a boat, nobody's going to think that you're allowed to make a regular or not. So therefore, the Rabbanon said, in regards to the oil, we're going to be machmer, and you're not allowed to put the oil in. However, in regards to making a boat, we don't have to make then We can answer this in the the reason why Rehuda said you're not allowed to make a bow is not because Rehuda thought that if we allow you to make a bow, you're going to come to make a knot. Rather, because Rehuda held that if you make a bow, that's considered a good knot. So that's why Rehuda said it's us, or not because he held of Xerah, rather, he held that making a bow is considered regular knot, and that's why Rehuda said you're not allowed to make a bow. Let's ask another steer in the words of Rabbanan. It's not. We learned in the Mishnah, tie the rope with a very with a very thin type of rope. A rope we're not afraid you're going to use it, but not a regular type of rope. Who the matter? said, you know, you're allowed to tie with a regular rope. Chavod demai says, what type of rope are we talking about? Either mechavod If you're talking about a regular rope that you plan on, that you don't plan on using, Rabbi Huda matir. Rabbi Huda told you allowed to tie on Shabbos. Kasher shakayama. It's a regular kasher shakayama. Devadi asal tule because the person is going to be vatul. Meaning he's going to leave it there for the. He doesn't care anymore about this rope, and he, therefore he doesn't plan on taking it anytime soon. So that should be considered a kasher shakayama. It's a hacker. Who say it's it's okay. Elipshi to the guard. Elamai, we're talking about a rope, which is a weaver's type, a weaver's rope. And since it's a weaver's rope, so if we're not concerned, the person's going to leave it there. Because you're abundant, chavod the guard, you're abundant. And the abundant said, no, even though we know that you're not, you're going to take this rope out, it's not going to be kashash kiyama. The abundant said, we make xera. So says more, we see their abundant are concerned on Shabbos, they do make xeras, and their abundant are afraid that people are going to, are going to make a mistake. Says Gemara in Chavu Chavu Mechlap. Says Gemara, yeah. In regards to a rope, people are going to get confused. People are going to make a mistake. And I think if we allow you to use this type of rope, we're also allowed to use a regular rope. However, I need to make sure people are, don't get confused. If we allow you to make a boat, people are not going to get confused and think that you're allowed to make a regular knot. So therefore, again, the Gemara is asked to steer in the sheet of Rabban that we find the Rabban allowed you to make a bow, and the Rabban did not allow you to make a knot. Said, and says the Gemara, we see the Rabbanu, we're not concerned that if we lie and make a bow, you're going to make a knot. So we see the Rabbanu, do not make Xeris in regards to people getting confused by the Isser of Kshira. But then the, Rabbanu, then the Gemara said, we, we see that the Rabbanu, we are concerned because you see the Rabbanu did not allow you to use a weaver's rope, even though that technically it should be fine. So says the Gemara, it's not a stira. People are going to get confused. And what type of rope you're allowed to use, people are not going to get confused in regards to what type of knot you're allowed to make. Says the Is that true? That any situation where you do stay away, your did not make exerit about tonight. We learned in the Brisa. Bechars shachzudam. I feel amazed. Imekinu zaydam. Divrei Rebbe Yehuda. The halacha is that bechar. You're not allowed to make a mum. So let's say bechar is sick and you want to do a kazasdam. The halacha is that Rebbe said we do not like to do a kazasdam because we're afraid that person's going to make a mum. Chamayim yakas vashli yatavay mum. Cham say no. We're not concerned. You could do a kazasdam. You could let blood as long as you not make a mum. So ask more. You see, Rebbe said that we do. We are concerned, even though in general people are this this iser of bechar is something which. Applies, which always applies. So therefore, it's something which your bottom is something which we're used to not doing. But we see that even so, Rehuda makes this zera. So we have a cash on Rehuda. And to the Gemara, Hasam Yitech Shadam Boil Almighty. Since a person's concerned about his money, that the animal's going to die. Therefore, Amrina Nishar say Makom Shainaisim Mamam Aslim Lev and Makom Shainaisim We're concerned that since if he does not do the kasas dam, the animal is going to die or there has the potential to die. So therefore, the Bnei said we have to be very careful. We cannot allow the person to do a kaza because we're afraid he's going to do it in a place even where 
It would make a mum. Rabban, a koshkin, you like shares, they call us, and Rabban say, on the contrary, if you don't allow the person to do anything, koshkin, he's just going to make a mum. Koshkin, he's just going to do a kazazdam because he's going to lose his money. So therefore, Rabban said, no, we'd rather allow you to do a kazazdam and tell you to be careful than telling you you're not allowed to do anything at all because then the person is just going to break this iser and make a mum. So again, the Rabban have this very strong svar, which we'll see. We saw already earlier in Mesach Meshavis. We're going to see more about this in Mesach Sanhedrin and by the sugya of Machteras that the Rabban sometimes will allow you and sometimes even allow the right. So if we know a person is going to be ever iser, sometimes Rabban will allow you. And give you a cool other one and say, do this instead, because if not, you are going to be ever nisser. Says the Gomorrah, Money is it true that we say this far in the that a person is concerned about his money? We learned in the Mishnah, Rehuda, Rehuda says, You are not allowed to comb your animal with a certain type of comb because it makes a chabur, but you're allowed to use a different type of comb. The Gemara is going to clarify what this is talking about. No, you're not allowed to do any, you're not allowed to use any type of comb. They're going to make a Vitanya, and we learned in the Bible, so what's the difference between these two combs? Kidar, Katana, Vaisa, Chabur, Kidar is a type of, it's a thinner type of comb, and therefore make a chabur. Kirts of Kedayla, and this Kartsa type of comb is a thicker type of comb, and therefore not make a chabur. But as the Gemara we see, but even though the person is concerned for his animal and the per- and he's worried about his animal, Rehuda said, we don't have to make exerit, we don't have to be concerned that since Adam Baal money, a person concerned about his money, he's going to come to an Isser. So ask the Gemara, we see Rehuda doesn't have this concern before we said he has concern. And it's like, well, no, Hasim Amrina and Adam Baal money before in the case where you have to cause this down, the animal is sick. So there, if you don't do cause this down, the animal potentially could die. Could die. So therefore, the person is very concerned about his money. So that's why Rehuda said he has to make exerit. Over here, if you don't comb the animal, it's just the animal is going to have to have some pain. And that's near. We don't say a person is so concerned about his money, he's going to come to an insert. Rabbi Huda asked the Gemara, finally, Rabbi Huda, Okay, ask the Gemara, fine. So we answered all the other kashas. What about over here? We said in regards to the Chamed, Rabbi Huda said, we have to make exerit if we let you handle it. People are going to come to an insert. And over here, in regards to the Chamed, Rabbi Huda said, we don't, we don't make exerit. And just the Gemara, Lachem, Lachem, Mechlev, Kiddur, Kiddur, Mechlev. Again, easy tarots, simpler tarots. That Lachem, Lachem, if you allow a person to handle bread, people are going to get confused. People are going to think you're allowed to eat chametz. However, Kiddur, Kiddur, nobody's going to get, nobody's going to think that if you allow to use the thinner comb, which the thicker comb, sorry, which is not make a chabur. Nobody's going to think you're allowed to use the thinner comb, which makes a chabur on Yom Tov. Says the Hilgah Mishnah Vaiter Meir Emir Meir says now we're going to discuss when exactly the Isra Achila starts on Erev Pesach. Says the Hilgah Gemara. Meir Emir Meir says. The entire fifth hour of our Pesach. We start from the Tchilah Sheish, and you have to start burning the Chametz. The beginning of the sixth hour. Big Machlekes and Rishonim. We'll see more about this later on. Machlekes Balmar and the Ravid. Another Rishonim. Does Rameir hold? You have to specifically do the the beer Chametz, getting rid of the Chametz bits, Rafa, or no? The Lachas Rameir was just using an example that you could do Rafa. However, really, you can get rid of it in other ways. And there's a suggestion we'll see in Rishonim. Seems like this passage from the Shachan that even though you are allowed to get rid of it in other ways, we'll see later on Machlekes the Chametz and Big Machlekes the Tanaim. It could be that everybody agrees that Chatzilah. You should get rid of it, Bitzreif. Again, interesting. Shai will have to see is there any lechatchila to burn some of your chametz? Says Igmar Rabbi says, Eichlem kal arba, v'tayon kal chametz, v'tayon kal chametz. No, Rabbi Huda said, no, we make exerif. You're only allowed to eat it during the fourth hour. During the fifth hour, we don't allow you to, you, we tell you don't do anything, you don't eat it, you don't burn it. And you burn it during the beginning of the, the sixth hour. The Achrayim, the Rashash, Pnei Yeshua, and other Achrayim discuss that why exactly the Chum tell you that you don't burn it, you don't eat it during the fifth hour, because the Rabbana were afraid a person get confused and eat it also during the sixth hour. So the Achrayim ask, so why the Rabbana make a that you should not be allowed to have anah during the fifth hour either? It doesn't sound like for the mission you're not allowed to have anah from the Chum to the fifth hour, it just says you're not allowed to eat it. 
So I asked the Gemara, after Rabbanan were afraid you're going to come to do an Isra with it during the sixth hour also, there's also an Isra not in the sixth hour. So why do Rabbanan not make this Xeris? So I'm trying to point out that Rabbanan and Xeris are very specific. Rabbanan don't just say, since we're answering you, we're going to answer everything. Rabbanan made very specific Xeris, just like Rabbanan Chal, we find that Rabbanan only made Xeris in regards to Achil and in regards to Tana. So so too, Rabbanan only made Xeris in regards to Achil and in regards to Tana. And again, to figure out exactly what the reason is, why Rabbanan were more concerned about this and not concerned about that, we have to figure out. But the point in the Akronim is, is that Rabbanan were very specific, or sometimes they were very specific in regards to their Xeris. Sometimes Rabbanan sets a light plug and will make a Xeris across the board, but many times Rabbanan said we're going to make a very specific Xeris. Says the Gemara, V'oidam Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda said like this, Shtei chalais shel taida, the two, the two chalais of the taida, Psulais, Munachas agav, it's the Vah Kosman, Shemunachas kalam echlin, Tavachas, Rabbi Yehuda said like this, the chalais shel taida, which are possible, they would put on top of the pillars, outside, on top, sorry, on top, outside of the platform, outside of the Beis HaMikdash, so Kosman, Shemunachas, while they were still there, the people were, were allowed to eat chametz, Nutla achas, Tayla and Lairachim Light Starf, once one of the pieces of bread was taken away, once one of the chalais was taken away, then there, the people knew, not to eat and not to burn. That was the fifth hour. And once the both of them were taken away, the people knew that it was the beginning of the sixth hour and it's time to burn their chametz. Says the Gemara, another opinion. Rabbi Gamila Rabbi Gamila says, the Allah is that Chulun, you're allowed to eat the entire fourth hour. V'truma kol chamesh. And you're not allowed to eat Chulun during the fifth hour, however you're allowed to eat Chuma. Because our Abundant said, you're allowed to eat Chuma the fifth hour, because if you don't want people to burn it before this month, the Sarf Machil Shesh, and everything you start burning during the sixth hour. Says the Hilke Gemara, Tanan Hasam. We learned in the mission of Mitzvah and Hedgen. The Gemara now is going to go through a few different cases to see whether we're concerned a person is going to make a, mis- a mistake in regards to the time. Because we saw in our mission, the reason why they're abundantly going to tell you not to eat during the fifth hour because they're afraid people are going to get confused with the time. So the Gemara is going to bring down interesting discussions over here in regards to people making mistakes in regards to whether they know a time, the proper time or not. So let's see the Hilkin mission of Tanah Nassim. We learned the mission of Mitzvah and Hedgen. Let's say one eight says that Reuben killed Shimon on the second day of the month. And one said he killed him on the third day of the month. The halacha is that there are eight, it's a good eight, and we kill the person. Why? They both said different days, of the, different days of the month. Because one of them knew that it was, an, it was a leap month. One, one of them did not know that it was a leap month, meaning they were both really referring to the same day. However, they, one person didn't know that last month the Rabbanan said that they added, they added another day, so therefore really it's the second day of the month. And the other person didn't know that, so therefore he said it's the third day of the month, so that's why we assume that they knew. The Rishayim we discussed, Taisavir asks, what do you mean? Why would we, this is an assumption we're making to kill somebody, meaning you want to tell me that we don't, we don't know for sure that the Adam are lying, fine, because maybe they made a mistake, but I, maybe they did make a mistake, and why should we kill this person? So the Rishayim discussed, definitely a fascinating discussion, we'll see more about this in tomorrow's Zaf, and I think that the Rishayim are going to discuss this Shiloh. Says the Gemara, However, let's say one person says that it happened on the third day of the month, one person says it happened on the fifth day of the month, one person said that the person Reuven killed Shimon at the second hour of the day. One person said it was the third hour of the day. is good. One person says the third hour. One person says the fifth hour. Then the is says is still good. However, Rabbi agrees that if one eight says that the Reuven killed Shimon at the fifth hour. And one says Reuven killed Shimon at the seventh hour. Edus Matel. Then even Rabbi Yehuda agrees that Edus is Batal. Because the sun is at different different areas in the sky in the at the fifth hour and at the seventh hour. So therefore, Rabbi says nobody's going to make that mistake. And therefore, we have to assume the Adam are one of them is lying, and the Edus is Batal. So again, we'll see the Gemara is going to have a few different explanations to understand the Machlekes in Rabbi Yehuda. This is the first interpretation of Rameir. Rameir holds that people do not make a mistake at all in regards to the hours. According to Rehuda, 
people do make a mistake of at least up to a half hour. The Gemara explains. According to Mayor, people don't make a mistake at all. Really, when the event happened, Ruben killed Shimon right at the beginning of the third hour. And this is the person who said it happened the second hour of the day. He meant the end of the second hour, which is really the beginning of the third hour. And the person who said the third hour, and he meant the beginning of the third hour. So therefore, both of them were referring to the exact same period of time. They didn't make a mistake, just they both used different terms to describe the exact same point in time. According to Behuda, a person makes a mistake of, half, of up to half hour. So therefore, like this. Really, the story happened, the event happened at the fourth and a half hour. And when the person said the third hour, he meant the end of the third hour, which is really the beginning of the fourth hour. And he thought that it really happened the fourth and a half hour, so he made a mistake of a half hour. And the person who said that it happened at the fifth hour, he really meant to say the beginning of the fifth hour. And I really happened the fourth, it really happened four and a half hours of the day. And the person makes a mistake a half hour before him. So again, the first says the Gemara, the way the first shot in Abaya, the first explanation of Machlick is between Rabbi Hudin or Mayor is Mayor held that we don't, people don't make a mistake at all. And this is the person said it happened in the third hour. It really happened at the third hour. And this is the person said it happened in the second hour. He meant the end of the second hour, which is the third hour. And Rabbi Huda said the person makes a mistake up to half hour. The event happened in the fourth and half hour. When the person said third hour, he meant really the end of the, the end of the third hour, which is the beginning of the fourth hour. And people make a mistake of up to half hour. So it really was four and a half hours. When the person said five hours, he made a mistake and it really happened a half hour before the fourth and a half hours. So that's the first way we've seen Abaya to interpret the Machlegas in Yehuda and Mayor. Tomorrow we'll see a few other explanations of Machlegas between Rev Yehuda and Rev Mayor. Two quick hours. If you take a look at the first Rashi and the Gemara over here, at the end of the Rashi, Rashi asked the Kash we spoke out. Says Rashi, even though technically we should be able to mechalak their eightus into two and say that one of them is lying because one said one day of the month, one said the other day of the month. Rashi says that no, even though in general we try to save people because it's silo seida, we want to try to save as many people as we can. Rashi says no. Over here, so again, we really have to figure out what is the pshat Rashi. Why over here can we not say that one of them made a mistake? And that, I'm sorry, that one of them is lying and we should not kill this person. Then you take a look at the next Rashi, Edusa Matela, that when they both say, one person says the fifth hour, one person says the seventh hour, or fifth day, seventh day, Talachas or Edus is Batal. So Rashi brings out at the end, both the, the Nida and both the person that they claim was a murderer and the Adam themselves are Patur. Because Adam don't get killed. Only through Azama, only through the process of Imanu Hayyisim. Now, two quick hours on this. Number one, it's interesting because over here, First of all, we're talking about one aid versus another aid. So that's a regular case of Akhasha. That's a regular case of contradictory Adam. So why would we even have a tzad to say that Adam got killed? It's only one versus one. So only even if one was lying, we only have one aid which would, which would state that fact. And of course you don't get killed based on one aid. So what exactly is Rashi's Chiddush that they don't get killed? Number two, even if it was two Adam versus two Adam. So we know that one of the Adam is lying. One of the peers of the Adam are lying. However, we don't know which one. So of course we don't kill them because it's a suffix. So Rashi's telling us that they don't get killed because you only get killed through the process of Azama. That's true, but you don't get killed over here because it would be a suffix. And therefore, of course you don't kill them. So again, that's just one hour on Rashi. You know, this idea that you don't get killed only through the process of Azama is definitely a very interesting shayla. Something really, it's an exciting topic. And we get to Mishnah Tazmakis to figure out why exactly is the case. Some Akharim want to say that suggests that it's because it's really the only way we can know about Vadais. We can know for sure because it's Xerus Akasav that the Adam are lying. But that does raise a question because we'll see him as that Bahar Garagli. Let's say the person, let's say the two Adams say that Reuben killed Shimon, and then Shimon walks in, so we know clearly that the Adam are lying. So, why in that case is no, why don't we kill the Adam? Definitely something we're going to have to see. When we get to Masechus Makas, because I always saw today the Gemara on the Amanaf, we saw the Mishnah brought down that it was Machlaikis. Do you do a Badika after this man, or do you not do a Badika after this man? Because we're afraid a person is going to come to eat us. The Gemara addressed a few different cases where people with their abundant allowed you or their abundant did not allow you to handle something which is Aser, even though, and, and sometimes we made Xer, sometimes we do not make Xer. And we saw the Gemara on the base, Machlaikis. When exactly do you have to stop eating chametz during the fourth hour, during the fifth hour? We saw that was machlekes, and then we just saw 
The Gemara brought down the the Mishnahites in Mizrach Sanhedrin and Machlekes. How much do we assume people make a mistake in regards to time? Do we say people don't make a mistake at all? Do we say people make a mistake up to half hour? Tomorrow we'll see people can be making a mistake up to an hour. That was the discussion we saw on the Amid Beis. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.